Hallelujah. Praise be unto our God. Thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God. Praise God. Holy Father, this night as we approach the word of the living God, we ask for insight into your truths. We ask for the anointing that breaks all yokes. We ask for the light, the Spirit of God to enlighten our hearts to these truths this night that we may walk in your ways and do your bidding here in this earth. And Father, we'll give you the praise and honor for it in Jesus' name. And every saint said, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Turn with me to the second chapter of the book of Acts tonight. Tonight we're, we're going to look at, at the part that praise and worship has in prayer. The part that praise and worship has in prayer. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. You know, a lot of people ask this question. You know, I've heard a lot of explanations. What is prayer? And people will say, well, that's just talking to God. But that's not talking to God. That's not talking to God. Uh, prayer is joining forces with Almighty God to carry out God's will here in the earth. Prayer is business, folks. It's business. It's God's bidding His business here in the earth. Someone said that praise was the highest type of prayer. I don't know who said it, but it's a mighty statement and it's true. That's one of the mightiest things you can do is praise God and worship God in prayer. Praise God. Ephesians six twelve said, Praying always with all prayer. All prayer. All prayer. All manner of prayer. Praise God, all kinds of prayer. There's different kinds of prayer, and we need to be uh, good soldiers and good warriors by learning how to pray. The different kinds of prayers, the kind that, 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 that goes to each situation. You know, I'm a teacher of faith. I teach faith at least once a week in this church, but the prayer of faith won't work in every situation. See? The prayer of faith won't work in every situation. A lot of people think, well, I'll just pray the prayer of faith and believe God, and it, but it won't work in every situation. Amen? But it'll work for you in every situation. It'll work for you personally, but when it comes to someone else or someone else's problem or, or, or Uncle Ned or Aunt Sookie or something like that, then it takes something else. Praise be unto God. So we want to look at what part praise and worship has in prayer. Second chapter there of Acts, the 46th verse. This was after the day of Pentecost. and said, They continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house and eating their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. See, they had gladness, singleness heart, praising God having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Praise be unto God. It was a part of their daily life is what I want to get across. Daily they done this. Daily. Daily praising God. How many of you know if you get up in the morning with praise upon your lips and thanksgiving in your heart for Almighty God that your day starts off on the victory side, praise God. It starts off in the power of Almighty God. How many of you know your God inhabits the praises of His people? You get to praising God, God will come down and inhabit the very praises, the atmosphere that you start your day off with. 
Praise be unto God. A lot of people, you know, me as a pastor, I have people calling me all the time. Well, Brother Sullivan, you know, this is going wrong, this is going wrong. I tell you what, if things is going wrong, change something that, that you're doing. Change how you start your day. You know, I'm, I, I'm kind of a, a, a fella uh, uh, that has habits. And I start off the week. If I start off the week right, bless God, I got me something going. If I start off on Monday morning doing the things I, I want to do and, and what I want to do with the Lord, I'm telling you, that wake sails by and victory's on my side and, and the power of Almighty God is in my uh, 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 life every day. Praise God. So they uh, daily, daily, they continued daily praising Almighty God, daily in gladness and singleness of heart, Praising God and having favor with all people. How many of you know that, that if you praise God all day long, you're going to have some favor with people? Amen. Huh? You scorn all day long and see how much favor you got with your wife, your family, your husband. Amen? But when you start out praising Almighty God, something happens. The atmosphere is charred with the very presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. It takes faith to start out praising God. It takes faith to praise Him. Start, turn with me to the 13th chapter there of the book of Acts. 13th chapter. First verse. He said, Now there were in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets, and he lists Barnabas, Simeon, Niger, Lucius the Serene, Manian, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work wherever I've called you. And when they had fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on them and sent them away. You see the atmosphere in which the Holy Ghost moved. See, that's the atmosphere when the Holy Ghost speaks. That's the atmosphere in which the power of God comes down and gives direction. Praise God. As they minister to the Lord. You know, a lot of people don't know what ministering to the Lord is. Ministering to the Lord's praising God. Ministering to the Lord is worshiping Almighty God. I've got a pastor friend in Magnolia, and he's a worshiper. I'm telling you, he thumbs a guitar, and the minute he hits that guitar, he's in the spirit worshiping Almighty God. I'm telling you right now, there is power in worship. There is power in praise. It is the power of your God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Look on over in the 16th chapter there of the book of Acts. The 16th chapter. Look in the 23rd verse. This is talking about Paul and Silas. It said, And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison, and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, and at midnight, midnight, it was actually 12 o'clock at night. It was, it was the, the, the midnight hour, but it's a, a spiritual significance there 
which is the darkest hour in your life. It does not matter if it's right at the brink of death. It does not matter if it, you're right on the brink of disaster. Blessed be God. We've got a God which is more than enough. Blessed be God. And we can find out what they did and do the same thing they did and get the same kind of results. Praise God. Hallelujah. Said at midnight, at midnight, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Hallelujah. It's good to pray. It's good to pray. But they did not stop there. They did not stop there. Hallelujah. Said they prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God. Someone said, well, I believe in praying. I believe in praising God, you know, kind of quietly. But they said the prisoners heard them praise God. Can you say amen? Praise be unto God. And that God that's more than enough looked down and said it's enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He reached down there and just shook that old jail. Just reached down and shook that old jail. Well, why did he do that? Well, you know, Paul was called and he didn't want him in jail. No, because they prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God. They begin to praise God. You know, if it had been most Christians I know, they, if they lived long enough, they'd still be in jail today. They'd still be, if, they, if their life had been extended, they'd have still been there because they'd have griped and belly ached. Well, you know, I, you know, I started running with you, Paul. You know, I'm trying to do what's right, trying to witness, trying to do what God called me. Now you've got me thrown in a jail. Now you've got me put in jail. Here I am, I've got a record now. Here I can't even go, go back home, you know, and gripe the whole thing. They'd have still been in jail. But at midnight, the darkest hour, bless God, they prayed and, they prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God. Hallelujah, it said, and the prisoners heard them. They heard them. What did they hear? Griping? Strife, confusion, no, bless God. They heard the voice of praise. They heard the voice of victory. They heard the voice of faith. What was it? It was the praises and the adoration of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Oh, hallelujah. I, I heard of a story of a young Pentecostal preacher back in the early days of, uh, of, of the Pentecostal movement the Assembly of God movement, and he was in his early 20s, and he was an evangelist going around, and he got married, had a, had a, they had a young son, was two years old, and he contacted tuberculosis. And he kept preaching, and every church that he'd go to, he'd get so many to commit, raise their hand, and say, I'll pray for you on a daily basis. And every church he'd go to, some of them 300, 500 different, big churches, and, 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 and they'd raise their hand. How many of you will pray daily? Give me your word, I'll pray daily. And he had churches all over the country praying for him, and he continued to get worse. Until in a year's time, he was totally bed fast, bedridden, body emaciated away, totally, totally... Uh, body destructing and he was laying on his bed one day and he said you know said I've got all these people praying I've got all these churches praying I've sent up thousands and thousands of prayer and I've gotten worse 
and he had gotten to the point that he could not even talk above a whisper. He couldn't even stand up. He couldn't even walk. His body looked like a skeleton with meat upon it. And he said, Dear Lord, I want you to just give me strength to go down there. He looked uh, across the field. He was out in the country at his father-in-law's home. He said, I want you to give me strength that I can get across over there to that little grove of bushes down there. And I'm going to get down there and pray until I'm healed or I die. And said he, he sat there and finally he got enough strength up to get off the bed and he finally drug himself and crawled and got to that grove of bushes and said he prayed and cried and squalled and begged and wanting answers. Wanting answers. Have you ever been there that you needed answer to prayer? Blessed be God. Our God is a prayer answering God. Hallelujah. And if we don't make connections, it's not because of God. It's because we didn't come in the right way. Praise God. And he said, I got to thinking. said, I've got all these people praying. I've got all these churches praying. I've got thousands and thousands praying for me. I've had enough prayer uh, gone up for me to cure the whole world. And I'm not healed. And as he was in that little grove of trees, the, Satan spoke to him and said, You know, don't know on him, even know where you're located. The buzzards will circle and they'll find you down here in this grove of trees dead. That's the only way they'll find you. He said, that's all right. I'm going to die anyway. You know, I don't have much to look forward to. And he said he got to thinking. He got to thinking, well, I'm just going to praise the Lord. And he said he didn't hardly have enough strength to praise the Lord. And he said, I'm going to just lay here and praise the Lord till I die or get healed. And he said, you know, he said he began to praise the Lord, said he could just get it out of his mouth. Praise the Lord. Just could barely speak it out. And said after about two or three minutes, he noticed his voice was getting a little stronger. And he began to praise the Lord a little stronger. And within two hours' time, he was standing on his feet, shouting and praising Almighty God. And they heard him praising God a mile away from where he was at right then. How come of this? Because God specially picked him out? No, because he prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God. There is a worship that can go before Almighty God that our God will inhabit and drive out anything of the enemy. Praise God. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. You know, a lot of people praise God after they get the results they want. It's easy to praise Him after you got a pocket full of money. It's easy to praise Him after you've gotten healed. It's easy to praise Him after your husband or wife or children get saved. Oh, hallelujah. But that's not faith, my dear friend. That's not faith. Hebrews 11, 1 said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, not seen, not seen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This man got, began to praise God before he got healed. He began to shout and praise God as the top of his voice, the loud as he could. Do everything he could to praise God. And God came down. Praise be unto God. I went, a fellow called me one day and said, would you go see my uncle? 
said he's gone blind and said, you know, he's been a Christian all his life. And I went to see him and he told me, said, well, Brother Solomon said, I, I, I've been saved over 50 years. Said, I got the baptism in the Holy Ghost. I was one of the first ones at a certain church when the Spirit of God came through this area. And he said, he said, I've been teaching Sunday school for 50 years. And, and he said, I'll tell you one thing. If God heals me and opens my blinded eyes, I'm going all over this country shouting and praising God and testifying about God. I said, dear brother, don't you get you no ticket. He said, how come? What have I done wrong? See, everybody thinks the reason God's not healing, I've done something wrong, I've missed God. He, he thought maybe I knew some great sin he'd done or something he had wronged somebody. But I said, dear brother, you're not going to get get your sight and then go to praising God. You've got it backwards. You've got it backwards. God starts out, you praising God, and then the manifestation comes. Praise be unto God. That's the cart before the horse with God. Our way is when we get it, we'll praise God. When we receive it, we'll praise God. But God's way is you in faith begin to praise and honor and glorify Almighty God. I preached faith to him, taught the Word of God to him from over two hours. Him and his wife stood there. He never could understand. He said, I've taught Sunday school 50 years. I've done this for the Lord. I've done that. How many of you know God don't heal you or deliver you on the basis of what you've done? Thank God God will reward us one day for what we've done, but that's not the basis we come to God on. We come to Him on the basis of what Jesus Christ has done for us in the death, the burial, and the mighty resurrection. We come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. And what He has set down to our credit, praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. This, this man, he just couldn't understand it. He, he could not understand. He said, I'm not going to say I'm healed if I'm not healed. I didn't tell him to say that. Uh, he, see, he'd heard some kind of confession teaching that you run around saying, I'm not healed, I'm not healed, and you'll get healed. That wouldn't get you healed. <laughs> you say, I'm, you know, if I run around and said, I'm not a man, I'm not a man, that wouldn't make me a woman, would it? <laughs> huh? Man don't have to stand up and confess. But let me tell you something. I can confess what Jesus said. Himself took my infirmities and He bore my sickness. I can say what my God says. Amen? Amen. Who His own self bear my sins in His own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes we were healed 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Well, I couldn't get anything done. But His wife stood there and her leg was swollen up. She had what I call the milk leg or phlebitis, I believe the proper name was. You know, old timers call it the milk leg. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? True. Amen. Well, she said, lay hands on me and I'll be healed. Praise God. And she began to praise God. She began to praise God. Oh, I couldn't hardly get up to her to get to lay hands on her. She done got excited. Why? Because the Word of God had taken effect in her life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I laid hands on her, she just danced all over that ground. We was out in the front yard under a grove of trees and she just boogied all over that thing. Hallelujah. Why? She had received something in her heart. She was trusting Almighty God. She'd How do you know? She began to praise God. 
She began to worship God before I prayed. Amen. Amen. Turn with me to Philippians, the fourth chapter. Hallelujah. Philippians 4, 6. Well, let's start Philippians 4, 4. It said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is hand at hand. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Let me read you another translation or two. Cotton Patch said, don't fret about anything. Good News said, don't worry about anything. Well, Brother Saul, if I'm not going to worry about it, what am I going to do? If I can't worry about my bills, if I can't be concerned about them, you know, if I can't be concerned about this sickness that's trying to attach itself to my body, what am I going to do? I'm going to do everything. Listen to him what he said. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with, with, with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God. I'm going to begin to praise God for my answer. I'm going to find the word of God that covers my situation. I'm going to find what God says and I'm going to pray and I'm going to thank God for the answer. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to fret about it. What are you going to do? I'm going to cast it over on him and let him have it. Once and for all. I'm not going to pick it up every other day. I'm not going to pick it up every other hour. And every time Satan brings a thought to my mind, I'm not going to wallow it around and think on it. No, I'm going to cast it all over on the Lord. And when that thought comes that I should worry or be concerned, I'm going to praise God that my God's more than enough and, and renders me the answer. Praise God. Hallelujah. Connie Barry trans translates the first part of that verse. He said, Let no care trouble you. Ronald Knox said, Nothing must make you anxious. How many of you ever got anxious when the bills are due? How many of you ever got anxious when the car notes do? When the house notes do and you don't have the money to handle it? I'm giving you the answer to get it paid. I'm giving you answer to get it, get that child sick that's laying there with a hundred and five fever. Are you listening to me tonight? When we first got saved, we didn't know anything about healing, Holy Ghost, nothing else. All I knew is that my God would do anything, praise God. And he spoke to me one day and said, Jesus Christ is your healer. He spoke that audibly. Just like you hear me, I heard him. One night I was going to care... James, my youngest son, over to see a, a, a young boy, a, a play with this young boy where we could witness to his mother and father and tell him about the Lord. And uh, the little boy that I was going to let him play with, he was around. You seen the Tasmanian devil? Man, he'd come through a room and eat two legs off of a coffee table at one second. I mean, he was wild. He was wild. Anyway, anyway, uh, my wife said, well, James is sick. I said, bring him here. Bring him here. We'll pray. We'll pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. We got the praise in God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I laid my hands on him and started to pray, and he fell on the floor. 
I said, well, ain't this something? He got up instantly healed. He turned cool right then. Praise be unto God. How come? You say, well, where'd you... I had never seen any of this before. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what God would do uh, along those lines. I just knew God would heal him. I knew that God would heal him. Praise be unto God. And we carried him, and he played with Tasmane, and we got, we got uh, 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 the wife and, and husband saved, filled with the Spirit of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. In everything, in everything, in everything, in everything. Say everything. Yes. With prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Praise God. Basic English said in everything with prayer and praise. Put your request before God. Prayer and praise. Prayer and praise. I tell you what, the church is big on pray, prayer, but you know we need to pile up some praise. You know, if we had a, you know, I was in a lawyer's office the other day, and, and I noticed he had a, had a scale there, balance scale, you know, laws on both sides, you know. And, and you know, we got one side of it bared down. We got prayer and squalling and bawling and begging over here and, and, and poor me and over here. But we need some praise over here to catch up with what we put over here. We need to balance it out. Our God inhabits the praises of his people. Praise God. A person that praises Almighty God, I've noticed it. Them folks kind of walk in health all the time. How many of you know a merry heart doeth good like a medicine? You know, I know a lot of folks need to take a dose of medicine. Amen? Amen. Kind of like a little boy one time, he, he, he was staying all, uh, all summer with his grandparents, you know, and he uh, went out to the crib one day, he, he heard his grandpa in there, and he was feeding the old mule, you know, and he looked in there, and old, old Rivers was looking out, you know, and, and he, you know, he just, old ears flopped down. And uh, he told his grandma, said, you know that old Rivers, he's got the same kind of religion as Grandpa does. <laughs> you know, you know, a lot of Christians need to tell their face, I done met Jesus. They need to tell their face that it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. They need to tell their face, blessed be God, it's better to laugh than it is to cry. It's better to say yes, hallelujah, than it is to talk poor me. Praise God. Can you say amen tonight? Praise be unto God in everything with prayer and praise. Arthur S. Way translates that verse said, let no anxiety fret you. No anxiety fret you. Nay, in every matter, let the thing you would ask be made known by means of prayer, by definitive request linked with thanksgiving. Link it with thanksgiving. See, folks, blessed be God. There's something to praise in God. There's some power in giving God thanks. How many of you ever prayed and know you prayed in faith? Yes, I believe it's coming. But I'm telling you, you want to speed the process up, put you some, put you some additives to your prayer. Put you some STP to them. Praise God. 
Put you some additives in there with praise and thanksgiving and adoration and worship to Almighty God. That speeds up the process, praise God. I'm telling you right now, we don't want to at midnight stay in jail. We don't want to be held captive by anything. And we've got a way by where we can break out of any situation, praise God. Everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving. Oh, hallelujah. With thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Look at that 11th verse while we're there. He said, Not that I speak in request of want, for I have learned in whatever state I am therein to be content. You know, a lot of people read that, and well, you know, if I ain't got nothing, I'm just satisfied. You know, if I'm sick and cancer's eating, you know, my left ear off, I'm just going to be satisfied. No, that's not what that's saying. Let me read you another translation. Hudson said, I've learned, I've learned how to be independent in the circumstance which I am placed. I'm independent of the circumstance. Why? Because I'm praising God. Hallelujah. Whatever circumstance I'm in is because I'm praising God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to change that circumstance. Amen. Lovett said, living independent of my circumstance. Fenton said, I have learned in whatever state I am to end to be master, praise God. I like that. I like that. Pharaoh Fenton's translation. That goes along with Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Praise God. Praise God. Paul was in jail. But let me tell you something. That jailhouse didn't get in him. Amen. He didn't sit in there and say, well, I'll tell you what. I wished, I wished I'd, you know, I wished he'd call me just to being a pastor over there at Jericho. I tell you what, this evangelism work has done got me beaten. It's done got me thrown to the lines. Done got thrown in the jail. My backs are bleeding. Here I am in the stockade now, down in the inner prison. You know where the inner prison was? That was down there on the inner prison where the latrines came down. They was down there in the sewer end of the thing. And they began to praise Almighty God. And I'm telling you right now, when they did, something happened. The great God El Shaddai, the one that's more than enough, looked down and said, It is enough. Hallelujah. And reached down and just shook that thing. That old jailer said, bring me a light. And he sprang in and took his knife, intending to kill himself. But Paul and Silas was in victory. They said, no, do thyself no harm. Hallelujah. We're all here. And that night they had midnight supper in that old jailer's house. And him and his whole family got saved. Praise God. That sounds like praise works for salvation, deliverance, and healing. Praise God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Turn with me to Romans, the fourth chapter. How many of you believe this is true? How many of you are going to start praising God with your prayers? Hallelujah. Everything with prayer and supplication with. Paul prayed and he brought Ann in. How many of y'all been introduced to Ann? Huh? Everybody needs to know Ann. Ann who? Ann. Everything with prayer and thanksgiving. He prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God. You know, he didn't sing, Oh, dear Lord, 
I'm so tired and poorly shod, but at the end of the road, there's God. No, he didn't do that. Amen. You know, kind of like I heard, you know, on the radio not long ago, I told you, uh, this fellow started out singing, take the name of Jesus with you. Oh, hallelujah. I said, bless God, he's going he's to sing about Jesus. He said, take the name of Jesus with you. Child of sorrow, child of woe. Whoa, wait a minute, that ain't me. Wait, he's done missed the boat. He's not talking about me. Amen, I ain't a child of sorrow. I'm not a child of woe. I was. Oh, I'm not an old sinner saved by grace. Hallelujah. I'm a saint been separated under the work of Almighty God. I was an old sinner, but now I'm a son of the living God, the very righteousness of the living God. I'm not the old unworthy. I'm worthy because of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you shout amen, somebody? Hallelujah. No, I'm not poorly shod. I'm shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Romans, the fourth chapter, 17th verse. Let's see. Yeah, that's in this Bible. <laughs> As it is written, 17th verse, I have made thee a father of many nations. So he, didn't, he wasn't a father of many nations. But God, when he spoke it, that settled it. See, that's what we need to find out. When God says it in the Word of God, that's the end of it. Then you can have faith. You can trust God for that. You can pray and praise God for that answer. As, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. He wasn't a father of many nations 25 years. Amen? But God said he was. Who's going to argue with God? Huh? Who knows more than our God? How many of you know God's ways are not our ways? See, our ways, bless God, when Sarah has a child, we'll just have a big time and we'll give glory unto Almighty God. No, no, that's not faith. See, Abraham is the example of faith in the Word of God. He's the example that God, when God talks about faith, He gives you the example of Abraham. Amen? Or He says, as it is written, I've made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God who made alive, quickened the dead, and calleth those things that be not as though they were. He said, you are a father of many nations. God said it. So if God said it, it's got to be true. Let every man be a liar. Let every disease be a liar. Let every bill, every circumstance be a liar. And God be the truth, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, what am I going to do, Brother Solon? What am I going to do? You don't know the situation I'm in. Well, I know about a fellow named Paul and Silas. I know a man that was beyond help named Abraham that was past age. His wife was past age. They was, she was barren. They could not have children. But my God said, I've made you a father of many nations, therefore it's settled. I don't care what circumstance you're in, if you'll follow the directions Abraham had, it'll bring you out just like it brought him out. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. 18th verse. Who against hope? He didn't even have, it's against hope. He believed in hope. See, that's what this book is, a book of hope. See, that's hope. Who against hope believed in hope that he might be become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be. 
and being not weak in faith. See, he wasn't weak in faith. He considered not his own body. He didn't consider Sarah. He didn't consider her deadness of her womb. He didn't consider his past age. What did he consider? He considered what God spoke. So what difference does it make? Well, the doctor's report said this. Well, I got another doctor's report. His name's Jesus. Hallelujah. I got another doctor's report. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. Praise God. I've got another report right here. Someone said, you don't know my financial situation. I know who Jehovah Jireh is. He's the Lord, my provider. Hallelujah. He said, I'll meet your needs according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. If you need a, a blessing, if you need it, you find it in the Word of God. And if you find it there, it belongs to the church. It belongs to you. Jesus died. He was buried and he was raised miraculously to set down everything in this new covenant, signed, sealed, and delivered in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. He said, Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations? So shall thy seed be, and being not weak in faith, he considered not. See, you can't run around considering the problem all the time and mount anything. Why? If you do, you're going to be worried. You're going to be fretting. You're going to be anxious. Well, bless God, honey, can't you get that other little piece of job? Man, I tell you what, we could use a little extra money. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, I like, I like that icebox. I like it. I'm telling you, it's, you know, it's a nice icebox. They're going to get it, though. They're coming to get it. They're going to get it just any day now. No, no, I'm not going to consider that. I'm hooked up to the God of the universe and said He'll meet my needs. I need that. I need that. I'm going to believe Him to give me that extra money. Well, where are you going to get it? I don't care. That ain't your problem. Your problem is believing God, trusting God, and not worrying and getting anxious about it. Because if you get worried and anxious and begin to discuss it, you'll char the atmosphere with fear. You ever woke up in the morning and just the pressures of this world be on you? I tell you what can get them off. Praising Almighty God. Hallelujah. I mean, Satan will get his little bag of goodies and scamper off. Amen. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. He didn't consider the problem. He didn't even consider it. Say, what are you going to do? Going to hide your head in the sand, brother Sullivan? No, I didn't say hide your head. Nobody said nothing about hiding something. I'm talking about facing the problem. How am I going to face it? I'm going to face it with the Word of the living God. I find what God said, and I face the problem with that Word, and that circumstance has to change. It has no choice. It don't even have a choice. Amen. Consider not his own body now dead when he's about 90 years old. About 100 years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not... At the promises of God. Whoo! Whoo! I couldn't believe God for that. Whoo! Whoo! Man, I tell you what, can it be true? Whoo! I'll have to see that more uh, another day. I can't believe that right now. No, bless God. He walked into a town named Ur and talked to a boy named Abraham. And he told Abram, said, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. said, look at the stars of the sky. Look at the sands of the sea and you'll have descendants like that. 
Oh, hallelujah. And he walked off, and a woman trusted in him so much, named Sarah, that she followed him off. Praise God. God cut covenant with him. God cut covenant. He had Abraham to split uh, three heifers and, and three goats and lay them side by side. And when dark came, Almighty God himself cut covenant with Abraham and walked down through the way, praise God, the way of the blood. Hallelujah. And cut covenant with Abraham. And Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus has walked the way of the blood and cut a new covenant that everything in this New Testament now belongs unto the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Oh no, the church is not in trouble. They just need to know what to have. Amen. Said he started not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Just how did he stay strong in faith? Squalling and bawling, and begging and hooping and hollering, crawling up under the mourner's bench. I'm not worthy. Oh, I'm just not worthy. How did he stay strong in faith? Huh? Staggered not the promises of God through unbelief. Didn't stagger. Strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God. How many of you know praising God will keep your faith strong? Amen. Giving glory to God for that answer. Amen. Amen. You know, a lot of times I preach along them lines and folks think, well, Brother Sullivan says if you can just praise God and believe God, you won't ever have a trial or test. No, I never said that. I never said that. Don't you get that in your head. <laughs> Folks said, well, I'm just going to believe. I'm going to believe God and I'll never have a trial or test. No, as long as you're in this world, you're going to have a trial. You're going to have a test. Satan's going to try to come and defeat you. But blessed be God, he said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations and trials. Count it all joy. James 1, 2, count it all joy. How come I can count it all joy? Because blessed be God, I thank God that I can go through this trial, that I don't go backwards, I go forward and when I go through this my faith is strengthened praise God strong faith comes from strong trials great faith comes out of great battles amen great faith don't come by hearing the word of God folks great faith don't come by listening to Kenneth Copeland you listening to me great faith don't come by running time it accumulates the knowledge for you to act on when you accumulate that knowledge, it equips you to go through the trial, go through the test. How many of you know we didn't defeat Japan just because uh, 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 we whooped them in Honolulu? How many of you know that? How many of you know we could have said, bless God, that's as far as they're going, they're not coming to San Francisco? No, we made an attack on them and a little island of Midway, and the little island of Iwo Jima. There was mighty battles there. Bless God. And when we went through them, we was ready for the giant then. Bless God. We was ready to attack the mainland of Japan. Why? Because we went through the small islands. I'm telling you right now, if you go through a trial, a test, and a battle, your faith will grow. If you don't go through them, you'll go backwards. Your faith will shrink. Your faith will shrink. Abraham, what'd you do? How'd you stay strong in faith? Giving glory to God. Giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Turn with me to 2 Chronicles. Samuel's King's Chronicles. 2 Chronicles, the 20th chapter. Let's read a verse over there or two before we close. 
Amen? Praise God. Second Chronicles, 20th chapter. Y'all getting anything out of this tonight? How many of you going to put it into practice? How many of you going to start praising God more than you ever have? You know, right what, what happened? You know, when I first got saved, I didn't know much. I was in, I was in Safeway with my wife one night. And, you know, and I was just clucking along, just praising God, praising God. Shut up, honey, in front of folks. You know how, you know, they don't embarrass you. You know, hallelujah, I just clucking along and had me a pair of tall shoes, you know. Oh, I was just, you know, carrying on. And someone said, hey, son, I ain't seen you in a long time. What you been doing? Oh, hallelujah. Come over here. Man, that, that buggy looked like it had a motor on. She went around the counter on me, you know. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. You can shout two or three times and gather a pretty good crowd. How many of you know that? They'll come see about you. Folks like to see crazy folks. You know that? <laughs> Amen. When you're crazy about Jesus, they know you got something. How many of you know this world looking for joy? They look for it in a bottle. They look for it in illicit sex. They roll up a sleeve looking for it. They look for it anywhere they can. But I'm telling you right now, we've got the answer, praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. The world needs to see a joyous Christian. They need to see one that goes about shouting all the time, goes about in victory all the time. Thanks be unto God who always, always, always causes us to triumph. Amen? Chronicles. Second Chronicles, 20th chapter. First verse, it talks about three nations, Moab, children of, uh, uh, of Mount Seir and Ammon, that was going to come against uh, Jehoshaphat and Judah. And they did not have sufficient forces to meet them. There was no way that they could, it was, it was just impossibility, they couldn't have whooped one of the nations. But three of them converged on them now. And what they did, Judah, praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Look, look, look in the 17th verse. Or the 15th verse. Start there. Praise God. And he said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Listen, folks, I don't care. It ain't no different than having a multitude of bills piled up against you than it is a multitude of the enemy piled against you. It's no different than having a pile of cancer against you than it is this enemy from Satan piled against them. It makes no difference what the enemy is. Bless God, we've got the answer. Amen. Thou king of Judah, Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. That's what we need to understand. Jesus Christ fights our battles. Hallelujah. The victory is ours, but the battle is God's. If you're going to fight it, you've taken it out of God's hands, and you're worried, anxious, you're trying to work it out. But when you cast it over on the Lord, you don't have a care in the world. You can go through life singing, praising, shouting all the way, living in victory, praise God. And God himself comes on the scene. Amen. 16th verse, said, Tomorrow go ye down against them. Now he's telling this little handful of Judahites, go down against three nations. Three nations. 
Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Remember that. If you're fighting, if you're spewing, if you're trying to work it out, if you're setting up burning the midnight oil, if you're trying to figure it out some kind of way, blessed be God, you're beyond God's help. God said, cast it on Him. The battle is the Lord's, praise God. Hallelujah. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, set yourself, stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed tomorrow. Go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. How many of you know he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you? Amen. You know, you hear people pray, I hear them all the time, pray and dismiss them, said, well now, Lord, go with us. Like he's going to get off out there at the front door and you're going to go on out the door. You know, no, he ain't getting off. He said, you're the temple of the Holy Ghost. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be God. He's Jehovah Shammah, the Lord ever present. Praise God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. 18th verse said, And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his head with his, hand, with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of Kohathites and of the children of, of, of the Kohites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. Praise God. Someone said, I believe in praising the Lord, but you know, I don't believe in getting excited. Well, they did. Reckon you'd be, get excited if you knew God's fixing to give you that victory you wanted? Reckon what you'd do if God is delivering you out from under the financial debt you're under? What would you do? Would you go, well, praise the Lord. Glory to His holy name. Oh, holy, holy, holy. No, bless God. You'd shout, wouldn't you? Huh? Hallelujah. When would you do it? As soon as you know. See, that's what we need to do. We need to find out what He said and go to shouting about it. If you lose your shout, when your shout's broke, your victory's in, in jeopardy right then. <laughs> Hallelujah. 20th verse. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe ye the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe ye his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had con consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, that they should praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army, before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord for His mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing, and pra see they're singing and praising God and thanking Him for the battle. Battle ain't took place. How come? Battle's the Lord's. He said, you, you the song and dance man. Amen? You the song and dance man. Man, you go out of singing and dancing and praising God. Let Him do that. Praise the Lord. For the mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, 
praise, the Lord set ambush against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, which will come against Judah, and they were smitten. Hallelujah. Praise God. The battle is the Lord's and the victory is ours. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise and honor and thanksgiving. Blessed be God brings power of God. It brings his inhabitants, his presence on the scene, and victory is assured. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's as sure for us as it was for those under the old covenant. Amen. Someone said, yes, Brother Saul, that's under the old covenant. They were singing and praising God and David dancing before the Lord. Well, if he could do it under the old covenant, how much more? We that are under the blood of the Lamb ought to sing and praise and shout unto Almighty God. Amen. Amen. Someone say amen tonight. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Look in the 25th verse. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and the precious jewels which they'd stripped off from, for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days in gathering the spoil. It was so much. I'm telling you, that sounds like a God that's more than enough. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the fellow come, said, I had a friend that came. He came at midnight. And he said, give me, give me a loaf of bread. Man, I ain't got nothing to eat. And he said he went to his cupboard. He didn't have nothing. But he went to a friend. He went to a friend and asked him. And he didn't just give him a loaf. Bless God, he gave him the keys to the cupboard. Hallelujah. I mean, he gave him all. That's our God. He don't want you just to get by on bread and water. He wants you blessed. He wants you prosperous. He wants you healthy. He wants you an example of joy and praise. You can't be happy if you're under a financial strain. You can't be happy if your child's lying there with 105 fever. You can't be uh, happy with your husband coming in drunk emaciated, not knowing where he's at half the time. Hallelujah. We've got an answer. Someone said, well, what is it? What is it? I want to know. His name is Jesus Christ. And as you enter into praise and thanksgiving, that's called faith. Praise God. Calling those things that be not as though they were. Calling those things. Hallelujah. And praising God before you see the results with your physical eye. That's faith. That's believing God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Well, what do I do? Mark 11, 24 said, Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you'll have them. I pray, I believe I receive them. What do I do then? The thought comes to me, Brother Sullen, it's not going to work. I just go to praising God that it is. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Find the Scripture that covers your situation. Pray. Thanksgiving and praise brings the answer. Amen. Stand on your feet. And David therefore departed and escaped to the cave of Abdullam. And when his brethren and all his father heard he was there, they went down thither to him. And everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in debt, everyone that was discontented gathered up with David. He had a bunch of over-the-heel gang, a bunch of misfits, and he had all these misfits that couldn't, couldn't get out from under a financial debt. They couldn't get out from under uh, uh, the troubles they was in. They couldn't get out. You know, you can't live under a financial strain all the time, folks. You can't do it. You're not built to do it. 
That's a trick of Satan to keep you under a financial strain that you can't live in the joy of Almighty God. The 10th verse talks about David went in to the priest, Ahimelech. See, you had to talk. You can hear the voice of Almighty God. Many is led by the Spirit of God. They're the sons of God. But in the Old Covenant, they had to inquire of the prophet. So David went in and inquired of the prophet. And he inquired of the Lord for him. And he gave him victuals, the showbread. And he gave him the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Young man read me that scripture the other day. And said, God said, give us that sword. He goes on to talk about the sword of Goliath. And he said, there was none like it in the land. There's none like it in the land. I'm telling you, when, when they gave, when the, the high priest gave David the sword of Goliath, he was never in defeat anymore. His, his men that were distressed, in debt, discontinued, they can't, discontinued, they became mighty men of valor, praise God. It was the balance of power. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this has a spiritual significance to it for this church. God has given us the sword of Goliath in the spirit, praise God. And I'm saying to you tonight that Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. When, when they give David, when the high priest gave him that sword, that meant the balance of power. That was, the, that was like, he said, there was none like it in the land. 
None like it in the land. Those sabers, those small swords couldn't stand against it. Nothing could stand up against it. It was like receiving the atomic bomb. Praise God. I'm telling you, the church is on the upswing. The church is in good shape in the earth today. And it's many men that will receive the sword of Goliath in the spirit and they'll go forth and do damage and despite unto our enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we came back uh, from our trip week before last, and of course the Lord had really ministered to us the whole time that we were gone, and it was like, what all does it mean? I don't think you ever comprehend. It's kind of like God says, go through that wall, and there's no hole there. But as you're moving toward it in faith, when you get to that place where God's called you, there'll be a door there. Don't worry about is there a door? Is there an opening? Is there a way? But when we got up Sunday morning of last week, Buzzy had uh, wrapped his foot with something and had thrown it down on a, a news magazine we hadn't even read. And so I was picking things up Sunday morning before we came to church. And I'd been over and it was Brother Lester Stonewall's last news magazine. How many are on his mailing list? You that want this, I will make you a copy of it. But Brother Stonewall, in this magazine, we had not even read it. And it was called The Transferring of Power. The transfer of power. And it talked about how the power, because so many people had just said, I don't want it. They've got traditionalized. They just pushed it aside. But there's a transferring of power in the land. Hallelujah. And it went along simultaneously with what uh, we had experienced. Yeah, praise God. Praise God. Amen. Does anybody here need a miracle? Come down here. First one down here will receive his miracle tonight. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Praise our God. Praise our God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I don't know what all this sword means. I'm not I'm not saying I'm I know I know what I know what the man said. I know what he said God said. Not only did he say that, but he read uh, exactly what God had given us in our heart. He, he you know, he just, he just told the secrets of our heart. And then and also when he gave us that sword, praise God. I know what it means somewhat. I tell you what it means. It means somebody's going to pick up who's going to transfer the power. We're not going to sit back here in my denomination in what I believe. I'm not going to hang around just faith. I'm not going to just hang around no charismatic or full gospel movement. Bless God, I'm going to move in what God moves. How many of you know our God moves? Our God is on the move right now. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Praise God. I believe. I believe this, that the end time revival, there'll be young kids that'll stand up and preach on the corner. I believe it'll be young girls and boys stand and proclaim Jesus as Lord over their schoolhouse. Praise God. I believe what Satan meant against our schools and Madeline O'Hara and that bunch, blessed be God. I, uh, God's not going to annihilate them, bless God. He's just going to perform a miracle and show the world that our God's right. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I'm looking for some great things. I'm looking for revival. Amen. Nothing, nothing can heal our land but revival. Amen. Nothing. You can have four million billion dollars worth of uh, 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 drug uh, uh, enforcement and you can't stop the drug epidemic in the land. Amen. 
You can have all the research you want. But this AIDS problem is spreading and they're so afraid of it, they're afraid to even announce the tip of the iceberg that it is in some of these cities. Do you know that? This country's in bad trouble. You know, someone said, well, we'll get greater and we'll be better. This, this world's going to get worse, folks. It ain't going to get better. It ain't going to get better. But I'll tell you what, the church is going to get better. The church is going to get better. The church is going to be the force that, that, that Satan will have to reckon with. Amen. It won't be something he can rake under the rug. Amen. Amen. He'll have to reckon with us. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Every day, pray for our president. Pray for the leaders of our land. We need revival in Congress. We need revival in the Supreme Court. We need revival in our land. I don't mean let's start at the grass loose. Let's start at the top, praise God. Hallelujah. Wouldn't you like to see, see your president stand forth and prophesy under the anointing of Almighty God? Hallelujah. Wouldn't you like them to stand forth and say this is one nation under Almighty God? We'll restore prayer to school. We'll give them the right the atheistic people that has destroyed and taken over our country, we proclaim this day that blessed be God, there's prayer in the school, there's prayer any time a man wants to, and he's free, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, glory to God. 